morning and good coffee, everybody. This is Morning Coffee with Larry, and I happen to be Larry today. <laughs> so you're having coffee with me. Anyway, uh, good morning and glad you're joining me, and I hope you have a cup of some nice, refreshing, soothing beverage. I don't know what kind of coffee I grabbed today, but out of my mixture of, of K-cups, but this one has an unusual smell, and it may be because I'm just, I'm feeling under the weather today, um, and uh, so uh, things may be off a little bit, but with that in mind, I may just be keeping this as a shorter podcast today. There's times where sometimes I just feel like not getting out of bed and making the podcast, but I've got a few super fans out there that I know if I don't, there's going to be a text message. <laughs> not a mean one, just a concerned one. Uh, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm um, very grateful uh, for, my, uh, for my super fans, for my new fans, for all the people that, that tune in uh, for the podcast. Uh, we're, uh, we're probably in another week or so, we're going to be hitting the 3000 download mark. And there's a lot of podcasts that, you know, they get that many or more per day. Um, uh, maybe we'll get there someday. Um, you know, if you, if you like this, share it with your friends, uh, talk it up a little bit and maybe we can get it out there to a few more people. This morning, um, I came across this little meme a uh, little statement here regarding fake people. And as I read it, there was there was something that just kept me kept drawing me back to it. And it took me a little bit, but I do think there's it's like there's two levels to this. There's the the, the surface level of what it's saying. And then I guess there's the level that you know, for myself, I see because of just being a, a mental health therapist and in the approach I take. And so I'll, I'll read the, the surface level is, is pretty obvious and just comment a little bit. And then I'll just share a few thoughts on the second level. And what it says is, and I'm trying to think who's, uh, who, who had posted this, but it's, it's just not coming to my head. It says, fake people are only nice when it's convenient. And, you, and they usually have a hidden agenda. Genuinely nice people go out of their way to help others. And they have an honest heart. Stick with ones who never let you down and always keep their promises. You can't fake that. Well, you know... That um, that's that's a pretty good statement. Um, a lot of times we may get burned, we may get hurt by those that we would term a fake person. There was a podcast. Um, um, I don't know. It's been it's been probably a few weeks ago, where if I'm remembering correctly, uh, was kind of talking about you know. Um, Look, uh, believe, what was it? Believe patterns and, and not necessarily uh, apologies or promises. I'm not sure how it was, but it was drawing the attention to, 
you know, a person's words, you know, may not, uh, you know, be the, the most, or, or typically are not the most accurate uh, evidence for a person. You look at their behavior, you look at their patterns. If somebody keeps saying, I'm sorry, over and over again, but they're not making any effort to change that and the patterns still remain the same, that's what you got to look at. It's, um, maybe it was Believe Red Flags. Maybe there was another one, Believe Red Flags and, and, not, uh, and not Promises with, uh, you know, when we, again, we're looking at behaviors. And that kind of fits in here. Uh, fake people are only nice when it's convenient, and they usually have a hidden agenda. Um, I, I kind of have a, a little trouble with the word only. It's one of those absolute words. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I don't don't like absolute words because it it's it's like all or nothing, and you don't really find like truly all completely in you know, evil people. There's kindness in them um, that comes out in different ways, but they may be doing some pretty bad evil things on the side, you know, as well. But fake people are only nice when it's convenient, and they usually have a hidden agenda. And you can see that, you know, kind of a pattern. Genuinely nice people go out of their way to help others, and they have an honest heart. Stick with the ones never let you down, but of course we know everybody will let people down on occasion. Stick with the ones who never let you down and always keep their promises. Again, those absolute words. Uh, if you find somebody who never does a bad thing and always does a good thing, <laughs> um, either hold on to them tight or they've snowed you, one of the two. But the idea is that you don't, you can't fake that. And that's, that's the actions that people do. You know, when it seems to be, I guess the thing that I'm drawing out of this top level is the things that people do and they seem happy, fulfilled, doing or serving other people. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. That's that's a good person to hang around, especially when you are vulnerable. And I think that's a key thing here is if you're vulnerable, you may be wanting to believe the fake people. Uh, because they seem to offer, you know, a promise that they're that you believe they're going to fulfill, and then it turns out they don't. <clears throat> and it's that vulnerability that we may have at different times that that impacts that. Let me take this down to the deeper level. And again, this is this is kind of like me coming at it from a therapist. Is why are fake people fake? What's, what's making them? What's leading them? You know, what's, what's the reason? What's the reason for them being fake? Because a lot of times these kind of people will wind up in my counseling office for various reasons. Maybe it's marital counseling. Maybe they're, you know, kind of hitting a wall and life isn't working for them because they've been a fake person. And they're trying to figure it out. What makes an honest person, a genuine person, that way? 
you know, what just because we were at a particular place on our life journey, on our life road, that may not be the best, or it may be real good. I want to know how how'd somebody get there? How'd somebody take a wrong turn? How'd somebody take a right turn, correct turn? See, one of the things that I have found regarding what's termed fake people here is a lot of them are very much hurting people. And they've been hurting people, not, not hurting is the adjective, it's not an action. They have been a person who has been hurt themselves. Let me, let me clarify it that way. For a very long time. A lot of the people that are fake people, that, that we term that, they got hurt, they got wounded, they got injured a long time ago. And for many of them, it was from people who were those who, who were needed to care for them. Uh, they were people that they were needing to learn trust from. And for whatever reason, for whatever reason, those people that were in those trusted positions did not, did not do what they needed to do. And so the person who is growing up in that, a lot of times they're trying, they're, they're, they're focused on, well, how do I put it? If you're always hungry, it's hard to share food. If you're always hurting, if you're always being hurt, it's hard to reach out and do for other people until your needs are met. And as a person continues in that kind of experience, then what happens is that becomes a pattern. I have to eat first because I'm always hungry. I can't feed other people first because I'm starving. I can't help other people genuinely until I know my needs are met. And I don't believe other people are going to meet certain needs. So I have to take those from others to make sure that I'm, I'm fed. That I'm, that I'm taken care of emotionally. You see, if a person never has to worry about those kind of emotional things, they can easily give to others. They can easily sacrifice to others because they're not on the edge. You know, if, if there's a kid who never has to, you know, let's say it's a school where you bring your lunches in. If there's a kid who never has to worry about, you know, having enough in his lunchbox, then he's he may be eager to share with somebody who doesn't have enough food. But if he never knows whether or not there's going to be food in his lunchbox, then that becomes you know, the, uh, a focal point, and they don't necessarily share. They may be trying to make deals of getting extra food before they even open their lunchbox because they just believe it's never going to be enough. Now, I'm using that as an analogy, but let's look at the emotional level. The things that people need, attention, uh, encouragement, um, 
unconditional love, unconditional acceptance as a person. Those kinds of things that we should be getting from our families, from our close friends, from our extended family, from, you know, people that, you know, kind of surround us as we grow up. If we're not getting that, then we still have that need. And we may learn how to manipulate other people to get that. But also when we manipulate, there's a part of us that knows that's not right. But we're desperate and we do desperate things. And eventually we do it enough, we forget that that was something wrong. And the next thing you know, you wind up being what somebody would term a fake person. And that hurts because that, and, and I guess when I think about that, it's like, that's not how it should have been. So what do you do with a fake person? Well, at the surface level here, it's saying, you know, stick with people that don't let you down. In other words, get away from the fake people. And if you're in a vulnerable position, that may be what you need to do in that time because you're not strong enough to be able to not rely upon people like that. You take their bait. But if you are strong, if you're not needing what they're offering, if you're not taking their bait, but you care about people and you care about hurting people, then guess what? That kind of becomes a little bit of an armament for you, a defensive shield, because you're not needing what they're trying to manipulate. And then sometimes you can strike up a conversation with them. Maybe they are at a place where they're ready to maybe test the waters of trust because you're not automatically running away from them. You're not automatically bad-mouthing them. You're not automatically labeling them. You're listening to them. You're just not giving into the manipulation that they're doing to try to survive. They're, you're not giving into the manipulation of that little kid who's in the adult body. That's kind of what we do in counseling and in therapy. We don't give in to certain things because we're not needing to. We're, we're hopefully coming into a therapy session from a position of strength, from a position of boundaries, so that that other person can't use their typical tools and we can actually get at what's causing them to be labeled a fake person. Because people don't have to stay in patterns. People can change. It's a little bit like the old saying, how many psychiatrists does it take to change a light bulb? Only one, but the light bulb has to really want to change. 
So, well, that's that's it for today. And I hope by looking at this meme from a couple of two different vantage points, it may give you some insight into people around you, people who have hurt you, people that may still be hurting you, or even into yourself in ways that you beat yourself up on because you find yourself hurting people when you don't want to. All right. Well, I'm going to kind of make some decisions about the rest of my day today and uh, uh, consider an accomplishment to (laughs) get today's podcast out. So I hope you have a great one. Um, Hey, you know what? I forgot to say the date. It's Friday the 13th. Woohoo! And it's a full moon. And I'm thankful that I don't have to be on call for mental health anymore. <laughs> oh, just, I'm just chuckling because I, I'm, I'm pulling up a memory. Okay, I'll, I'll let the podcast go a minute or two more here. But back in the old days when I used to work at the mental health center and we all had to take turns carrying the, the pager for being on call for mental health. Uh, there was there was one weekend, and if I'm remembering right, it was Halloween weekend, and it was, uh, so it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was not on call, and my friend Judy was not on call, but we were, we were there. I guess maybe she was. She was on the Friday night. We were at the football game <laughs> at the high school. And we, uh, we noticed that <clears throat> it was also a full moon. And of course, you get a little superstitious. And uh, it was kind of funny. A full moon, Halloween weekend. And uh, I think it was Halloween weekend. But anyway, that weekend, uh, you know, she had some calls that night during the game. But that weekend, we had 29 different mental health calls. And I think we had six or seven psychiatric hospitalizations. And the person who was on call was getting so many phone calls and there wasn't any cell phones at that time. So she was stuck at home just receiving calls and making calls. And the rest of us had to pitch in and and ride with the sheriff for the psychiatric hospitalizations. So, uh, I hope if whoever is on call this weekend for whatever it is um, that uh, you, you have a better time and that it's peaceful with a full moon on Friday the 13th. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys take care. We'll catch you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Before you go, I just wanted to give a quick plug for another podcast that I record called the I Hate Anxiety Podcast. If you struggle with anxiety and would like some uh, information as well as practical suggestions and tips for dealing with anxiety, why don't you tune in for a listen? You can download it the same place where you download this podcast, the I Hate Anxiety Podcast. Have a great day.